about it. We about to uh, get this shit started. Welcome to Bridging the Generation Podcast. I'm your host, Malak Ari, but today I got another special guest, man. This brother is very, very iconic here in my city of Washington, D.C., man. Uh, this brother's not just a street legend. This brother's an entrepreneur. This brother's an icon, man. And it is an honor to have him on the Bridging the Generation Podcast. I'm talking about the one, the only, Kurt Bone, man. What's going on, brother? My man, man, my man, Malak. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Nah, nah, the pleasure, the pleasure is is literally all mine, uh, OG. My man. Yeah, we about to get into it, though. Like I said, I try to uh, hold people too long, but this one right here is special for me. You know what I'm saying? I've been following your movement since I was a kid. And for me to get you on this platform and just be able to uh, break bread and chop it up with you, man, it, it, it's, it's an honor. So I want to start from the beginning. Uh, before we even start talking about your story, like, you know, how you been maintaining dur- during this whole COVID situation? You know what I'm saying? This whole pandemic, uh, OG. Oh, yeah, man, I've just been holding on. I actually, I actually flipped the joint, made it a positive for me. You know what I'm saying? I got a chance to get a little and help, uh, get my health a little better, man. Uh, got an eating plan. I lost a lot of weight during the COVID, man. So I just tried to get a blessing. Uh, what I do with everything, man. So yeah. So I mean, right. you know, shout out to you know, uh, uh, prayers out to the people who lost a lot of people, you know, uh, through the pandemic. But for myself, I just try to make it a positive by losing, you know, get my health together. Oh man. Okay. No doubt. No doubt. That's good. That's that's always a good thing to hear. Looking good, OG. Yeah, you know man, what I'm man. saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. Hey. So so look, I wanted for the people who not uh, familiar with the story, man. Like I said. Um, I really want to be able to talk about this, not in a, a exploitive way, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because I feel that you got a very uh, compelling story mm-hmm. and I feel that you, you know what I'm saying? Like this is something that people not just within my city need to hear, man, but just abroad. So I want to start from the beginning. So originally you from, you from Langston Terrace, Northeast. Uh, that's over there by like Spingon, right? It's Spingon, Spingon in my backyard. I walk so, there. Yeah, so give, give us a little history on uh, Langston Terrace. Oh yeah, man, Langston Terrace, man, uh, it's the oldest uh, f- uh, housing project in D.C., the first one uh, D.C., the second one in the country, oldest in the country. Uh, it's, it's a horseshoe, uh, um, one way in, one way out, once you go on, you know, uh, you t- uh, like a horseshoe, uh, you know, one way in, one way out. Uh, a lot of togetherness around there. A lot of historical people came from there. I mean, before my time, a lot of doctors and stuff like that when they first uh, built the joint, right? And um, it's just, a, it's just a, it's a hell of a uh, community, man. A lot of history there, man. We used to have our own movie theater. We got the Langston Golf Course, which y'all see. We also had um, a, 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 the Langston Theater. We used to have the Langston Theater. We used to have a lot of stuff going on around there, man. It's a hell of a uh, community. Okay, no doubt. So how did you how did you uh, get informed about this history, man? Because I'm not even alive being born and raised here. You know what I'm saying? I had to do, I had to do my uh, my due diligence to find out, you know what I'm saying, about uh, Langston Terrace as far as the history. I know they got like a little... I don't know. I think I guess it's like a little plaque that tells you, like, you know, what I'm saying when the shit was established or whatever. But how, how you how you get informed about uh, uh, about the history? Uh, uh, man, but basically, basically, it's like my, just just have my neighborhood pride. You know, what I'm saying like coming up, you always hear about uh, Burry Farms and uh, Kenworth. You know, some of the older communities, and you know, and I wanted to find out was you know what's the history of my community. You know, what I'm saying then I did a little research. and We had a library there, and then found out it was the, the first uh, housing project in the city, and also. As I got older, they put banners uh, down Bennett Road on the streetlights for anniversaries, or a certain amount of anniversaries. And then when when Redskins moved their stadium out to Maryland and uh, and Landover, it's because Jackie Cook was trying to, and him and Snyder, before he got it, they was trying to get the um, stadium on the, over there on a golf course. They couldn't do it because the land was historical. So stuff like that, you know, I studied that and kept it in mind. I said, damn, we, 
we got a lot of history right here. So, you know, so no we just history is neighborhood pride. No doubt, no doubt. So look, uh, now you grew up, you grew up in a two parent household, but I remember I was uh, watching an a interview with you uh, with you in it, and it's, it, you once said, you know, your stepfather, he was a very uh, influential man in your life. So speak on that a little bit, OG. Oh yeah, man. Uh, uh, rest in peace, man. His name is Reginald Mercer. Uh, was probably the, the 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 most like you say influential person that came in my life. He was uh, came in there at a time when all my uh, friends, nobody had fathers in their home, uh, and it was hard for me to even understand that I'm getting disciplined or getting knowledge from somebody that wasn't my biological father. So that wasn't an easy transition. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even was he had to tap my wrist a little bit. You know what I'm saying? At the time, I ain't understanding. As I got older. I see he was formulating a man, you know what I'm saying? But uh, man, uh, you know, he ended up, he did 10 years in the Navy. He ended up getting on heroin. Unfortunately, he ended up passing the HIV from shooting uh, heroin, but he taught me a lot as far as community. He used to get to do stuff, a lot, a lot of stuff in the community, which uh, influenced me to do my cookouts later on. Um, he's uh, give away a lot of stuff. He also was very smart, made me read, maybe don't, just take anybody answer, investigate it. So this guy, he he shot me up for the world. I didn't know at the time. I thought he was just being an asshole, but he's preparing <laughs> to make. Yeah, yeah. No doubt, nah. That's real, man. Like I said, um, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people don't. Uh, they 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 see the man today. But what was like, you know what I'm saying? What was a young, you know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm, I'm gonna get your government for folks who may not yeah. know, man. It's, it's, it's Kurt Chambers. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. What was a young uh, Kurt Chambers like, man? Growing up in in, in, the, in the city back in the day. Oh man, I was man, I was I was man. I look back, man, not to blow my horn. I was pretty sharp, and, and I only because I'm a safe because I had that stepfather in the house, right? And then I was wow. an ir, I was an ear hustler, man. You know, if ear hustler was a charge back then, I would have had life, but I parole. You know what I'm saying? Because I was ear hustle a lot of information from the older guys, man. And I, and I, I was one of them young guys that I wanted the information. I wasn't one of them young guys that feel like the old dude ain't know what you're talking about. I was seeking a lot of information, so it kept me way advanced, man. My stepfather had me yeah. reading the GQ book, the Choir. Yeah. Different stuff like that, so I was really ahead of the game, man. And then I was real nice with my hands. Uh, uh, you know, fighting was, was was really my as crazy as my sound was something I liked it to do. And, um, so you know, so man, I was real advanced, man. And, um, and I was a student of the, of the streets for real. No doubt, no doubt. You feel like, like I said, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Being being that you had a a, a father in the household, it kind of set you set. Uh, you know what I mean? Kind of gave you like that confidence. Because, you know, when a lot of people look at you, you know what I'm saying, we look at it like a leader, you know what I'm saying? It feel like, it seemed like you always had that leadership quality. You, you, yeah. you, that basically yeah. came uh, from your uh, your stepfather. Okay, my stepfather, man, and, and my grandmother, that's my next next person, uh, my next important person. They was kind of like two-headed monkey, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and they both instilled it in me. Um, and, you know, like I say, with my with my, with my my sharpness and wits that my stepfather put in me to make me study, then my physical liking to compete and fight. Uh, man, it gave me a real vantage point, man. I mean, I, you know, I was like a, a leader of the whole community, and I, and I led guys all the way up four years my senior. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, you know, it gave me a vantage point, and it gave me a broad view. You know, what I'm saying a, a perspective on the streets like that at that time, and life itself. No doubt. Now, 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 uh, did you, you went to you went to Spingarn Fells with Eastern? Which which yeah, house yeah, you went to? It's, it's and Fells. I got put out of Fells, and I went to Spingarn. I, mean, I went to both, and and Spick, back then you go to. If you take a trade, you go to Sping on daytime. Do you do your trade in the evening or vice versa? So I went to Sping on in in the day. I mean, in the first half, the second half, I did carpentry up Phelps, and I ended up getting put out of Phelps. Just did the whole day in Sping on. Then, unfortunately, my twelfth grade year ended up dropping out. Crazy that might sound. 
Okay. <laughs> green yeah. wave, green the green wave. No doubt, no doubt. So look, talk about uh Langston Terrace a little bit. What was it like, you know what I'm saying, back in like the set the seventies, eighties, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Can you remember when like you know when 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 the community kind of like changed or what was it like before, you know what I'm saying, crack hit the hit the city and and, and what year would you say that was? Um I know there's a load. I know there's a loaded question. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, um, the, the the community, like I say, man, it was a loving community back then. You probably I didn't really realize till I was older because I, I thought the old older guys were assholes. You know what I'm saying? Because they kept their foot in your ass for every little thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't you cutting school. It wasn't you, we had to hide from the teachers, our parents, and the big guy, older guys in the community. Right? You just couldn't hold, yeah. cut school. Just chill and lean on the car. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, we used to do, it was like we used to gamble a lot, slap boxing, body punching. You know, back then you made up like now. You know, we made up games. We didn't have all that stuff in the house on the TV like the younger guys. So we had made up games. You know, hot bread and butter, spin the bottle. Uh, the old guys had this crazy ass game that I hate called catch and kill. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, uh, explain, explain, explain. I ain't even lie, man. Being born and raised here, I ain't never heard that one right here, right oh, there. Man. Dumbass game, man. Where they just come up, we chilling from playing basketball. What are we doing? We might be sitting with chilling. About two or three of them might walk up and start counting down from ten, nine, eight, and then by the time they get to one, you got you got to run. And they wherever you run, they run you down, and chase you, and, and fuck you up, right? Go to your body. Yeah, go to your body, <laughs> right? And for real, the game was really targeted at me because I had a smart mouth. Always fucking back to the big boys, right? So they everybody run, but they try to chase me. They they even start talking when they get the one, right? So that was their way to punish me, man. But uh, I think that game right there, they catch a kill joint, man. Yeah, you, see, you, see, you still remember that shit, man? Like oh, that shit was yesterday. It still remember, man. Then when crack came, like around eighty six, early 87, 87, late eighty six, man. That's when we see the dynamics. It changed. It changed everything because you start seeing the big guys. There was a hero. Start, you know, becoming fragile and, uh, you know, weak in mind and body. And you start seeing the females doing the same thing. And then we was young, ambitious. So, you know, we seen the young, we seen the older guys come up hustling heroin and Delatas and Bam pills was all that uh, for shooting dope and stuff like that. And, and Herb and Reefer. So in our hurricane, we looked at the crackers. That's our time. You know what I'm saying? So we yeah. took the crack and spread it out there, not really seeing and knowing the the long-term effects on it, right? But, uh, no you know, so yeah, so that, that that's what happened in 87 on up, late part of 86, man, that's when the, the community collapsed for real, the start of it. No doubt. So like, prior, prior to that, like what was some of your like like ambitions or dreams? Like what was you what was you into? You know what I'm saying? Like in school man, or whatever. Man, I never really have never had a set out to be like, I wanted to be something specific. I was so enamored by the street guys, I was so enamored because they praised me a lot because again, like my stepfather had me read so I can go outside and actually get in the conversation at 12 years old with some guys 22, 23 because I was reading. So when they debate no sports, I actually had to answer something so they didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? I'm reading GQ books. So I knew about design and some GQ books. So when they start patting my head and patting my back and want me to be the one to go discipline somebody else and believe it in me, I, they actually distracted me for real. With I want to be the baddest street dude ever. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Just being young and naive. So I never really yeah. said I want to be a fireman and none of that stuff. Yeah. You know, I was shooting for the streets to be truthful with you. Nah, that's what's nah, nah. I mean, it, it, it is what it is. So, so let's just go ahead and jump right into that. Like, so, so when did you start getting involved in the streets? You know what I'm saying? What would what, what, what led, led you down that path? Man, I started getting the streets, man, probably about early as 11 or 12 years old, man. I was um, shooting dice. Uh, 
you know, selling a little weak reefer, um, watching older guys stash when they play basketball. So if they play basketball, I might make the sales while they doing that. Um, uh, you know, just, that was probably my introduction to it, man. I, I used to be a crap us. I mean, I say crap us, me and my partner, we hustle the dice. So I never had a Marin Burn, a youth summer program job. I, oh, um, always, shit. <laughs> always waited for them to come home or get paid. Then we gather and break them. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so, man, uh, <laughs> just being fast, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah man. Shout out to Burry Burry, man. Yeah, I, 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 my favorite man, but I never I never got a check from him. Shout out to him. I love him. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple of them Jones. <laughs> nah, nah. So, so look, I, I want to, uh, you know, what I'm saying, I, I want to, I want to fast forward a little bit. You know, what I'm saying, like, like, let's talk about like uh, April 1989. You know, what I'm saying, you around that time, you was a co-defendant uh, at a time in one of the largest drug cases in in, in U.S. His, history. Mm-hmm. So, what was that like, and what was the first things? You know, what was the first thought that that popped in your mind when when you, you know, what I'm saying, when all this shit uh, went down? Okay. Again, again, I was I was twenty, just turned twenty that February, uh, two months before that, or three months, whatever, before April. Uh, still young. Um, I knew this was part of the game. Again, I, the training I came up with the young, the older guy. They always tell me, man, you know, be prepared for this. A lot come of that. But uh, with that still being in mind, when they first grabbed me on that night, I didn't understand the magnitude of how big it was. But I, I, I was still ready to face whatever I had to go face. And when, um, when they came and got us, man, it was just like, damn, this is it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's time to you know, get ready to face that fire, man. But when um, when I went to court that Monday, they locked me up on a Saturday night. When I went to court that Monday and actually seen um, my family and everybody in the courtroom was so packed, you couldn't even sit down with standing room on. They standing around the side and I could look at some of my buddies' face and they showed me from the from their finger. We wasn't seeing no TV. We was in the bullpen for the whole weekend. And yeah. from their body language and their face, I was like, this shit real. Then when I got to mm. the jail, then I seen out the media, and it was like, yeah, this is some big boy shit. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, they had to tie your boots up and get ready to rumble. No doubt. Now, where, you know what I'm saying? Like, where did that, that, that type of mentality come from? You know what I'm saying? Being, being, around, being around the old dudes, man, I'm hearing all the stories. Like, man, it's funny now. I see stories now on they, they talk about on these, on these internet files, like the old Earn Brotherhood Wars and Cadillac and all. Like, I knew about this shit at 11 years old or 12 years old because I'm sitting around the pool room in a, yeah. a, 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 a um, golf course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know about Atlanta Penitentiary and Lewisburg. I used to imagine myself walking down the walk down Lord. You know what I'm saying? Because I was so enamored by the older guys, right? Yeah. So, and in my crazy, dumb mind at the time, immature mind, I kept on saying my goal was to get all the money in the streets. I already had a, a, a citywide reputation for fighting. Then I said, okay, then I want to get a Lawton reputation. So I wanted to fill all these blanks. <laughs> and I lived in North Yeah, you wanted, you had, a bu- you had a bucket list. I had a bucket list of crazy shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even being from Northeast, I was like, you heard so much about Southeast. So I said, when I go to Cherry and uh, Panorama Room, they going to know Northeast. Cherries. <laughs> yeah, and so it's like, man, I was on, the, I was on some, some, some lunch and stuff, man. But, you know, yeah. they say God yeah. protect babies and fools. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Cherries, man, Landing Land, oh, yeah. Ad. Oh yeah, man! Yeah, 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 yeah. Junkyard, yeah. Babies, essence, yeah, all that. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. So, so this one of the uh, can you can you clear this up, uh, uh, OG? Because a lot of people get this misconception like you was a part of Rabel's organization. Like, give us a little like information in regard to like because you wasn't exactly a part of his organization. Can you can you explain that a little bit? Well, I mean, I mean, it's a fair sense they made because I got indicted. With, on the rape Edmund on the case, so we, I was a co-defendant of him, right? They indicted me on that, but what ended up happening when I ended up 
uh, getting a plea agreement with to call money laundering, they actually severed me from the case. They actually able to go to court. They dismissed the case on uh, being a, a, a co-defendant the Rafe Edmund case, and I then I took a, a, a cop to what they call money laundering. So by law, and in, in the law books, I'm not a part of this case. But public, you know, public perception, I was indicted gotcha. on there, and right. you know, so people really think that that's I was indicted on that case. So, but legally, I'm not on the case. But you know, street talk, I am. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Mm -hmm. Now, when you when you when you got the news that you know what I'm saying when Rafe did what he did, was that like? You know what I'm saying? Like, was that like some surprising shit? Cause I, you know what I'm saying? Like, did, what was your relationship like with uh, with, with Rafe? He was like a brother to me. You know what I'm saying? He was like a big brother to me. You know what I'm saying? We had a very brotherly relationship. That was my man. You know what I'm saying? And when I got the relationship with him, you know, working with the government, man, it fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? It still fucked me to the day. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't defend him. You know what I'm saying? When you hit, when you see dudes taking shots and you see everybody dragging them, man. He, you know you can't defend it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he 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 understands what come with that decision. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you know, but 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 to me it hurt me from a personal uh, perspective. That was my man, and then it hurt the city because the city we used to ride it on our back, and we have uh, the base with other cities. Like man, yeah, my man got life, and his mother locked up. He still ain't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was something to ride at one time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when he went that way, it just, it just crushed not just me, a lot of people. Yeah. It was kind of like, you know what I'm saying, being, being a youngin from from talking to OGs, you know what I'm saying? He he was kind of like a face of, of the city when, when it when it come come came to like that that er and and and, and the game. And it kind of like it was it left a bad taste in our mouth. It made us look like we on some sucker shit. You know what I'm right. saying? When I talk to OGs, like niggas, like niggas is looking at us like, oh damn, them niggas DC, they snitching. You know right. what I'm saying? That's, that's when I when, when I talk to the OGs, that's so correct me if I'm wrong, is, is that basically what you're saying? But yeah, yeah, it, it, it put it back after we had a we had a strong history of standing up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Especially our, you know people, our big boys. You know what I'm saying? We consider our big boys. You know what I'm saying? Um, we had a, long, a strong history of that, and, and he and he he had us looking good. You know, you know, parlay into what we normally supposed to be like. So it was a real black eye. You know what I'm saying? For for you know for uh, that situation. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, so you too. Yeah. So you so uh you know what I'm saying how, how much when it, when they hit you with the, with the money laundering joint how uh w w how much time did they get you? Uh, I ended up getting 51 months. Uh, 51. Uh, uh, 51 months. I ended up only doing in jail. I want to say probably close to four years, and then I went to halfway house for six months, and then you know then I was able to come out uh, and got three years. So they call it special parole where you know if you shit. The wrong time of day they lock you back up but i, I got over yeah. that in the three years but yeah yeah so i ended up you know getting off of that joint i was facing 35 to life which was was 20 i'm sorry 10 years to life for the conspiracy yeah. uh 20 years of life for assessment after the fact yeah. of the murder and then five years for the gun used in the murder but you know uh i was able to wiggle out that joint keep keep my name cleaning and jump the moon yeah. mm -hmm. hey so 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 during the whole time you know what i'm saying like we talk about you 20, 21 years old, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Did you see a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know, cast your age, around your age, old or whatever. Did you see, you know what I'm saying? Them faced with different uh charges like that and and and, and they they breaking, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, yeah, how yeah, what yeah. was your perception of, of shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot a lot of young guys was, was was, you know, couldn't hold up on a different they different situation. A lot of guys did, you know what I'm saying? But like I say, even though I was 20 year age. I really was like 28 in mind, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it was like, I, I understood what I was facing and what I was looking in front of them. And I was like honored to try to, to show this my turn. I'm gonna, yeah. you know, hold a man, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, I had really 
more, I'm kind of like, uh, again, I came from that, that type of school, you know what I'm saying? Like, all those yeah, yeah. bank, bank robbers and, 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 and old, old bank boys, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, all you hear is, you know, it was like an honor to be yeah. like, you know, like I'm, I'm hounding, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong now. I mean, I wasn't excited to get no 35 years of life, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I was actually praying and everything in nighttime. Yeah. And, and, you know, asking God, I said, talk to God like I'm talking to you and say, look, man, if you can find a way to give up under this 35 years, but keeping my yeah. dignity and my principles and my good name yeah. intact, no and what I'm gonna do in return, I'm, I'm making a deal with God, right? It's crazy, right? And I'm yeah. saying, in turn, when I get out there, I'm gonna I'm I'm try to get life a fresh hand because I never did ever try to give me a fast dollar, and I was good at a lot of stuff. No doubt. No he doubt. kept his end of the bargain, so I kept mine. How many? So how many? How many prisons did you end up going to during the time? I end up. I end up uh, went to. Um, uh, probably I went inside of four prison, four prison. I went to Oakdale, Louisiana, where they called a holdover before they shoot you to your destination. So I was there for about three or four, two or three months, and they sent me to Oakdale, Louisiana. I was there about a year and a half, then they sent me to Islandwood, Pennsylvania, and I finished there. Yeah, so I did three three different joints, and I went home from Islandwood, Pennsylvania. How, how you how you avoid uh, not going to law? Because wasn't that like our uh, our state our state uh, penitentiary back in the day? Yeah. Right, yeah, but see, I was a federal prison in, in um, federal, uh, the federal court. It was two courts. The Peridia Court was on Indiana Avenue. Then on the back side is the federal court, which is the district court. They send you to the federal institution. But you still can have the opportunity to go to Lord before you get to the feds, right? Yeah. But, but the judge ended up uh, putting us on administrative segregation, which which say that they were saying that if we would have went to Lord, we would have been too influenced down there and people would have able to make shit happen, right? So they ain't let us go down there, right? And I yeah. wanted to go down there so bad because that was part of, my, part of my bucket list, right? You know, yeah. I, 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 I want to take the show down there, right? But unfortunately, I was unable to do it. You know what I'm saying? That should be like a family reunion. Like I say, they say God know best. Cause I still had yeah. a lot of energy. I still had my, own, I had my other plugs on the street, ready for him, but I still had a plug. And the Lord was wide open. You still can hustle yeah. everything. So it was God, yeah. it was God knew what he was doing. You know what I'm saying? Send me, let yeah. me wait and send me on out there on the road. No doubt, no doubt. So, so, so look, I want, I want to back up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, uh, you know what I'm saying? I heard like, you know what I'm saying? Back in, back in, uh, you know, around the late eighties, you know, you had, you had an early running with Alpo when he, when he first came to DC. So what would you think of him when he, when he first came here? You know what I'm saying? Did you ever thought he had the ability to create the, you know what I'm saying, the confusion and shit that he that he caused in the city around that time? Um, yeah, he probably was here. He was probably here like about two years before I, before I actually started dealing with him. Uh, he was uh, uh, he was here running around with some other guys, some uh, girls out of Maryland, and then my man Fat Roddy introduced to me probably about uh, early '89. I mean, sorry, early '88 or something like that. And um, you know, in our little relationship, it, 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 it was cool. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, actually, at that time, I actually liked the Joker. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, we we we, we uh, did a few things together, a little bit of business together. You see, did this thing, I did my thing. But uh, when I went to jail, that's when that I, I called it pre-Alpo and post-Alpo. Like that mm. Alpo, I, I know was just you know, in my in the passenger seat with me or in the back seat, and my other good man was up front. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of dudes in DC didn't even know. They was around him. He was in the, we was in the black hole and different go-go, and they didn't even know they was really around him. I mean, dudes that was getting money, money they knew, because they knew all yeah. the players. So a lot of people didn't even know it exists. You know what I'm saying? So uh, uh, at that time, so when I went to jail, and, um, you know, dudes started getting there. And the misconception is this, though. Dudes was hunting him. Like, dudes were trying to bust him. So they like, <laughs> yeah. they make it like he just set on his throne. Like, I'm a fucking yeah. 
he was on the run and basically retaliating back from dudes trying to fuck him around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it ain't, yeah. you know, but it, 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 people from out of town, like he was doing all this incredible shit now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he was a superhero or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some evil villain. Yeah, dude was on his line. He was on his line. Yeah. You know he got he got popped on uh, on Branch Avenue over there by the car wash, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know. I was locked, but I know they heard they heard he got shot. One with a shoulder, the yeah. one of them, one of those joints, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude, dude was on his line. Yeah, you know yeah but so you ain't never seen none of that. You ain't never seen none of that snake shit that you that we, you know, what I'm saying that that a lot of people, you know, what I'm saying, kind of know him for. Right, yeah, right. I never, I never experienced that with him. I never, I never was able to uh, see that side. He was with me. He had a four. He had a blanket on him, so he ain't had to worry about. You know, he ain't had that experience of dudes trying yeah. to be and all that. So yeah, you know, yeah. he was able to try to be a businessman. You know what I'm saying? Whatever he was trying yeah. to be. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, so yeah, nah, I didn't experience. That. I guess you know when I left. And, and Rafer left too. The city was homely, man. You know what I'm saying? That's a yeah. lot of work left the street. Yeah, know? yeah. Dude, a void. It was a huge, a huge void. Yeah, dudes started turning. Dude, I mean, uh, uh, what they say? Uh, dudes turned to vultures. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> started looking for shit to eat. You know what I'm saying? And that, yeah. that's what ended up happening. Yeah. No doubt. Now you you mentioned a name, man, that a lot of people may not be familiar with. You know what I'm saying? And I I I, I peeped it. You know what I'm saying? You uh, Fat Rodney. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? Talk about talk about Fat Ronnie, rapper Ronnie, man. For the for the folks who may not be, you know, what I'm saying, may not be knowledgeable about this uh, this young brother, man. Talk about your relationship with uh, with Fat Ronnie. Man, that's like my brother, man. I mean, like he one of them dudes, man. You know how they say if you can go back, they say they if you can go back, I'll bring him back and exchange him for somebody, man. Like like, like <laughs> I mean, just a good good man, man, from uptown. Yeah. Uh, he went to Dunbar, and I'm with the Spinger, so we rivaled that. You know, with the talking trash, man. Um, uh, he loved sports. He was getting money. He was a people person. Uh, you know, then he started messing with the rap joint, man. He even made he made DC dudes start messing with rap. You know, we was go go nothing. So he started yeah. rapping, man. And you know, and just before he was about to turn that corner, you know, what I'm saying, you know, unfortunately, he lost his life. But man, he, uh, if anybody knows his son, Little Rock, he's from Paradise. If you ever yeah, from Paradise. Him, yeah, yeah. See him, that's exactly how his father looked. Like he like did a spit about him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I remember I remember I remember when that happened. I was a I was a young kid, man. I remember, you know what I'm saying, hearing him hearing him on the Gogo, the essence Gogo tapes and shit back in the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's the come and see he came and see me, man, probably a week or two before he got killed, man. He was so excited because I think he Essence was recording an album. I think he recorded one part of it. He didn't finish mm -hmm. the other part of it, and it's so crazy because we was talking. We actually was talking about, he was saying Tammy, telling me how to, some of the dudes we know, how their behavior changed and how their climate was changing. And we yeah. were just talking about, man, look, you can't, because he mediated a lot of stuff like myself, right? And, yeah. and, we, and we were saying, I said, man, these new, this new mindset, we can't, we can't really be breaking up all that shit. He was like, yeah, I'm starting to get out the way of a lot of this shit. And he ended up dying, supposedly breaking up a situation, right? So, yeah. man, you know, yeah. it was a stroke of the, the uh, draw, man. Yeah, I, I, I hear a lot of people say, man, he, he could have been that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he, he was the one. Could have been that one. got behind him because he had our flair. Yeah, yeah. He had our flair, so yeah. they would be happy to get behind him. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. would have been the one. Yeah. No, no doubt, no doubt, man. Shout out uh, Fat Rodney. Rest yeah, in peace, man. man. Rest in peace, Big Rodney, man. My man. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Mm -hmm. So, look, um, I, I know when, when a lot of times we see, we see different documentaries and shit about prison. You know what I'm saying? We see different movies and shit. Like, is it is it hard? Is it safe to say like it's kind of hard to survive when you when you by yourself? Is is that true? And uh, if, if 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 not, you know what I'm saying? What did you, what did you do to make sure that you you know what I'm saying? You was on the up and up and that you you know what I'm saying? Make sure that you was you was good and you know what I'm saying? 
Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's different prisons, different levels. Uh, like in a federal institution, they got level one through six. The lowest being, the lowest being like camps, one and two camp, three and four mm-hmm. like FCIs, five like a high FCI, six like penitentiary. So it's levels where the more action you're going to be at. State prisons, you get a lot of more bump like that where it's more stabbing because it's a lot of, it's really filled up with a lot of dudes that was getting aggressive charges on the streets, right? Right. A federal institution got a lot of charge with dudes getting money. So you might have a dude that can go hard, but he really like to get money too. So he might want to network, you know? But, um, okay. and then, and then, and then now this prison have got real game based and real, uh, city based so now dudes is getting yeah. their own car you from dc you get a dc car you from new york get new york car you know what i'm saying and, uh, dc we was fortunate enough that um the guys that came before us all the way back in the 50s man they yeah. they pushed that knife so strong man that we, I, that the copper still rolled out to the day yeah talk, talk about that a little bit man like what's the what's the what's the reputation of dc dudes in the prison system and is it is it is it was it was it pressure to live up to those different type of mantras uh uh I mean, now, nah, I mean, now nah, because man, like I said, the coppers rolled out. You got some DC guys that they kind of press the press the need, press the gas down because they just being always <laughs> overly. Uh, I call it uh, hype, right? Because some sometimes they only want action. But, you know, See, I'm laughing, man, because <laughs> just being born and raised here, man. I know how. I know how niggas is, man. <laughs> like, hey, and oh, I know man, some niggas. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey man, Slim. Hey man, it's some names in some cities, man. Yeah, rep- replica dudes in cities and a lot of games. I don't want to hurt no cities fillers, man. Yeah, of course, of course. DC dudes be real hard on those guys, man. And yeah, they be leaning on niggas, man. Yeah, I be trying to. And that's why you hear a lot of. If you hear a lot of guys from other cities, they always promoting the faggy DC like boys, boys. That's just a shot. That's more of a shot back because of the shit they be doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, it's some niggas that like boys, you know what I'm saying? But it's, yeah, niggas, yeah, yeah. Like boys, it's niggas like boys from everywhere, you know what I'm saying? But it's like... But that, that's hey, I be telling niggas, but, 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 but Kurt, I don't mean to cut you off, but, but that, that shit ain't got nothing to do with what a nigga gonna do with that with with that with them hands or that knife game, though. Yeah, yeah, man. man when I first came in the fair, when I left D.C. jail, went to Arrow Arena, Oklahoma, man, It's that's a joint, it's like a big joint where everybody goes, they tell you where you go at, where, where you gonna go at in the country. So they, get, they had all of us in the R&D, that's where everybody take off your clothes and you know, you get your little bat, your shit to go to your room, and so they get your yeah. orientation. Look, man, we, this you ain't gonna do this, you ain't gonna do this, you ain't gonna do this. So now, DC prisons, our DC numbers that be on our arm is in with 016, that's federal prisons, and then 0407, yeah. they come from Superior Court, Lord prisons. So okay. they gave all this orientation to everybody, and they say, okay, we want 016s and 007s to stand over there. So we go stand over there. They sent everybody back to the unit and gave us our separate orientation. And said, "Look, don't, don't <laughs> yeah. come down with this motherfucking DC shit. You jump out there with this bullshit. We're gonna beat your ass. We're gonna hide you." And now I'm like, well, my mind racing. I done went to school with it. I'm, I'm in the pool. I'm in the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and man, why the big old white boy man come right to me out of all probably about shit, probably about fourteen of us. He come right yeah. to me. I had a gold, I had a gold chain uh, cross with Jesus on it, and a gold rope. Then yeah. right to me and boom, snatched the joint on my neck and said, yeah, you don't supposed to have this. Boom, just took it right on my neck, snatched it on my neck. Now, I'm thinking, he already gave the joint. He gave it the rules. I'm going to beat your ass yeah. you. We got off the air list with the shackles on, listen to that motherfucking hit music. So I said, I, 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 I had to swallow that joint, right? I ain't even, I was like, okay, all right, it's your show. Yeah. I went, and I went to my, whatever they took me in the level. About a couple hours later, they came in and said, who's one chambers? 
and I woke up through my chain and shit. I guess he wanted to make an example in front of everybody. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, 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 He's yeah. like, yeah, if I can, if I, if I can let the niggas know how, 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 how I'm going on one of these DC niggas, er, everybody else got to fall in line. Everybody got to fall in line, man. So yeah, so I said, that, that was my first introduction to Dan, that DC shit real. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So look, I, I want, I want to, uh, I want to move forward a little bit. Like you, uh, you, you came home in what year? And you know, like from for what I what I've researched. One of your first endeavors was like club promotion. So, so talk about that and 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 what what got you into that? Um, I got into the party promotion, man. Believe it or not, man, when I was locked up and I used to hear about different promoters throwing parties and all that, my buddy used to tell me little stuff, and I used to be kind of amazed from outside looking in. And I was like, dang, he throwing not no hating shit, but like he throwing parties. Like how they know him? He don't even leave his part of the town, like. I could throw parties, right? I just say that, yeah, right? Yeah. And my buddies always, since I was small, always say, man, you think you can do everything? That was a little thing they always say. <laughs> and um, so when I came home, man, um, this guy came up to me named Bradshaw. He was throwing little cabarets like in union halls and fire, fire station halls and all that. And he said, man, uh, man, let me throw your coming home part. I said, nah, I'm gonna throw my own parties. I don't, you know, and I got the halfway house. So he said, damn, man. He said, yeah, I said, yeah. He said, I said, he said, I said, how much those parties be cost? And he said, man, right now, my joint costs like about 2,500. Uh, and I was like, that's it. He's like, yeah, I should get the DJ in the ballroom. So I said, dang, he said, man, if you want to invest in a joint, you can make some money. I said, if I give you 2,500, how much can I get back? I think I said, I think I get 1,500. He said, get back 1,000 and your money. So I said, shit, I get my 1,000 back and what? The same day, he said, that Monday. I said, okay, cool. So I'm in a halfway house, keep in mind. So I'm not out late at night. He done made flyers saying, welcome home, Kirkbone, right? And I told okay. him, don't do, don't do that. It was a party out in the, the gold room. Out, uh, out George Palmer Highway out there, um, out Maryland. Um, yeah. They called. They called. The why, why, you, why you didn't want him to do that? Because I wanted to do my own party. Oh, okay, my bad. Okay, my I, bad. Go I, ahead, I, go I, ahead. Was, I was telling him I'll invest in your party and make some money. Got you. Got you. Senior, but he still put my name on it, right? And when I was okay. going back for the house, some dudes like, man, you, they got so you got a party this week. I said, huh? And everybody kept telling you got a party, you got a party. So. Me and them, when I was in the Hadwells, I've I gone to relationship with one of the guards where I already was giving them money to come out late whenever I wanted to come out anyway. So I said, yeah. man, I got to get out tonight, man. They, I want to go check out something. I'll be back, you know, you know, before you get off. Man, I went to the gold room, Slim, and when I got there, man, it was it was, it was all in the parking lot. I mean, it's, it was crazy. They was trying to get in around the building. And I come up and say, man, Bone, let me go on with you. Let me go on with you. And, da, da, da. Yeah. and I walked up there. So he actually test ran my third, right? And I got there and seen the crowd of jump hole like about... 500 people, he probably, he had that in and had probably eight or 900 people outside trying to get in. So I didn't mm. get out, you know, the city still remember me. So I said, I'm gonna, you know, man, now I know I can do it. You know, so it ended up being a, a, a gift out of a dude being slick. No doubt. Mm -hmm. So, 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 uh, you know what I'm saying? What was, what was the, the, the club scene like around this time? You know what I'm saying? Cause I know we had, I know, you know, a lot of people, we think of the club scene in DC, we, we think of Mark Bonds, who, who are some of the, uh, the high rollers in the game around that time, man, that you, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna yeah. say that you bump heads with, but you know what I'm saying? Some of the, some of the competition, some of the, you know, yeah, heavy hitters. Yeah, 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 yeah. In my heyday, I had the streets. Mark Barnes had the college people. He had okay. the college crowd and I had the streets, right? I do wasn't in, 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 he wasn't in actually, he was like a cameraman or something in the Ritz nightclub or something, right? The Ritz, yeah. Stuff. I was trying to think of the show yeah. he used to hear, the Ritz. Yeah, he was doing stuff with it. I think he started sprinkling a little bit with the go-go bands, having go-go shows or whatever, right? And um, uh, shit, I, 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 I was getting 2,000, 2,500 people with no radio, no nothing. No, it wasn't no Facebook and all that shit. It was yeah. word of mouth and flyers, right? And, yeah. um, and, 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 uh, and then you still had like 
uh, the rich people still going to the rich at that time. It was, it was at the back end of the rich for the street crowd. Yeah. And then and people was going to party. It was people before me that like positive black man. They was they was before me, so they were still popular. Uh, okay. You know, uh, they were probably the biggest party promoters at that time when I first got in the joint. Madness was throwing parties like once every year or something. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a lot of little small promoters throwing stuff at. Uh, Ballrooms and firehouse stations and all that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, you know, I just came and just, you know, just did what I do. Yeah, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. That's that, that's crazy, man. How you, you know what I'm saying? Like how you transition, you know what I'm saying? Just coming home and just, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, a lot of people can't do that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was fortunate again, man, because I had a big name on the streets before I left. And I was only gone but three and a half years or four. So I never got too far away from the mind, right? So when no I doubt. came home, uh, it was a, it, it was an easy sell for me, man. Cause I I just you know I just like saying, man, I'm gonna use my popularity, throw yeah. parties. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, the people believed in me. I mean, and you know, and and they came out, and I and I did I did little small things to separate myself from other promoters. You know what I'm saying? Just little stuff in my parties and different little. My, I did my flies and all that. Man. I did yeah. set a lot of trends with that stuff. No doubt, no doubt. Talk about talk about that. You know what I'm saying. You mentioned, you know what I'm saying. You mentioned your, your rep, your name, man. Like how how important that was, man. That, you know what I'm saying to keep make sure that you kept that shit intact. You know what I'm saying when you when you man, was locked away for three years, three and a half and years. My name, my name, my name is probably the biggest thing that I, I, I make sure, man. That I keep intact, man, because you know without your name, man, in the world I come from, you don't got nothing. You know what I'm saying. It's yeah. Like in the in a civilian world, without credit, you don't got nothing, right? But in, in my world, in my world, without your name, you don't got nothing, right? And, and and I honor that man. And people know, they learn to know with me. If I say something, that's what it's gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna, no. I'm not gonna cross with my mother, my brother, my sister, whatever. I tell them I'm gonna be here this time. I tell them I'm gonna get them something. I tell them it's gonna money back guarantee, whether it's been illegal or legal. If you don't no like doubt. it, get your money back. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, if I find yeah. you up to the bullshit, I just cut you off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, nah, but nah. yeah, yeah. So I you know the name. Was a part old dudes always told me, say, young boy, you don't got nothing but your your name and your balls. Your balls and your yeah. name. You know yeah, yeah. That stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, nah, like, no doubt. About you got that, you got the saying, man. We you know what I'm saying? Cause I've been I've been, you know what I'm saying, fortunate enough, man, to be able to chop it up with you. You know what I'm saying? And I remember uh one saying that you said you, you uh you're a gentleman first, everything after that, you made me. You made you know me. what I'm saying? Uh, talk, right talk, talk about that. Man. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm, I, I, it's, it's I'm a, I'm a, a guy. I'd rather have a calm, peaceful situation in all situations. Um, yeah. But you know, if somebody you know get in, get get in that line, get in my line of fire, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a be a bomber. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna take it extra, extra. You know what I'm saying? So and so, no, I never no. really had a middle. I've always been black or white. I never really played the gray area. No, you know no. what I'm saying? So it's like, and I and I wanna, I look for peace. Like when I came in school. It was crazy because I was the best fighter, but I was also in the smartest section. So in school hours, I'm hanging with nerdy, small, smart dudes that was my men. Yeah. But then at lunchtime and after school, I'm hanging with all the guys that was starting the trouble. So you okay. know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I kind of had both sides. So it was like- The best so, of both I, worlds. The best of both worlds. And I was more, yeah. the, my square friends, I had more fun because you could just have intelligent conversations and yeah. Rivals and debates and all that type of stuff. No doubt. You know, so you know, so yes, but you know, I prefer to be a gentleman all the time. That's why I want my no. legacy to be. You know, so it's yeah, enough tough yeah. guys. They, they, the cemetery filled up with tough guys. That's you know a fact. Saying? That's a fact. Yeah. Now that's that's real shit, man. I, that, and that's another one of the uh, the things, man. When I when I when I think about your your your, your rep and your legacy. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the things I always felt like to separate you from a lot of. I ain't gonna say no names. I ain't about to you know put nobody out there with whatever like that. 
but it always, you know what I'm saying? It, to me, it always separated you from a lot of these other guys that, that we hear about, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, always keeping it 100. Yeah, definitely, man. I appreciate that, bro. Acknowledging that, definitely, man. Definitely. No, definitely. Now, 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 I see you got that all dance gear. Let's let's talk about it. I want to switch gears, man. Like, yeah. so so when when did you start uh, all day? Because I, I the first time I remember seeing was around 2000, maybe 2001. Right. Like, what 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 inspired uh, all, all days? Um, I, I started in 1998, the summer of 1998. Um, okay. Uh, I was throwing a party from 1993 on up, and, and what happened was I was like, I said I want to find a way to, because I was making good money in the party. I was getting, I was throwing probably three parties a, three parties a, a year, uh, uh, probably four every three months. I probably throw a party, right? Making good money, but I was trying to find a way to make consistent money during the course of the whole year. Um, okay. and, and, and I was a big guy and I always had a nice little flash, fly little game for what the people saying. So I started saying, I'm gonna start making clothes and cater to the big dudes. And then, you know, try to get my shit out there that way. Then I can get down yeah. to the small dudes. So I just, you know, then Madness always was the inspiration to me coming up. I wore, you know, Madness was the whole city logo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I always, you know, liked what they did. So I just went on, man, and got the clothes. And again, with the reputation, I had people say, if he do it, he gonna do it right. And I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning, but people still trusted me, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I tell people, man, I had a, this area was, was, was good to me based on how, how, how I became. So a lot of people wouldn't probably have the luck I had with it. They yeah. could buy a shirt and shrink and they still come out and get some more. Cause they like, he's yeah. trying to figure it out. He gonna get it, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and the clothes, man, once I got into that, you know what I'm saying? I, you know that I ain't, I ain't look back. You know what I'm saying with that? Yeah, nah, nah. nah. That's that's the yeah, like I said. That's when I heard of you. You know what I'm saying? That's when I got right. hip. You know what I'm saying? Because you right. know in the city, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the clothing brands, like certain clothing brands, be kind of like designated to this part of the city. Like you know what I'm saying? You from uptown? You in Madness? If you from mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? If you from Southeast? You know what I'm saying? You in DDTP or whatever? But yeah. one thing I love about all days, man, like. It was from it was it was like for everybody, you know what I'm saying? We all we all fuck with it. Whether you from PG, Moco, whatever, you know what I'm saying? It was like to me, it was like the urban, like how can I put it, man? Like high class urban way. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, and I, and I went and I went back to my street relationship because I went right to all the neighbors I fuck with in the streets, Landover, Suitland, Uptown, like like you know the dudes that was made dudes and it was already my yeah. mentor when they were the dudes in their neighborhood was like, man, then you know. Man, that's why my slogan was official dudes and official dolls only. No doubt, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so, so. Now, say, was, say that again. So I want people to hear that. Say that one yeah. more time, man. Yeah, official dudes and official dolls only. So, so somebody never neighborhood. Somebody, man, we don't wear that around my man. Said, nah, you're right. This is only for official dudes. So, dude, like, shit. Well, I'm official. So they get it, right? Exactly. So, yeah, nah, 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 nah. My little niche right there. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you had, you had, you know what I'm saying, uh, athletes. You know what I'm saying, celebrities. You know what I'm saying. Like, how did uh, name some of the uh, different uh, celebrities, man, that you had? That, you know what I'm saying. I used to rock that all day. I, I didn't see them all, yeah. man. But I want to hear you. You know what I'm saying. Talk a little bit about that. The main one is you got the jersey on right now. The main one. The AI. 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 Bar Arnton, Ben Wallace, Brian Lefkowitz, Paul Williams, Mark Two Sharp Johnson. Uh man, we uh Karan Butt, I said him. Uh, yeah. we uh we we, we had a, 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 a lot of them, man. Um, that that yeah. wore, but AI, he wore religiously, man. He's the way it is in the press conference and everything, man. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. 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 we would have had. I would we would have had social media back then. 
Oh, yeah. so we would have went, went to the moon, man. Yeah, it been out. Yeah, yeah, y'all been out of here. It been yeah, out of here. Went to the moon, man. Yeah, we went yeah. To the moon. yeah, yeah, yeah. Online, website, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything is timing. No doubt, no yeah. doubt. Hey, look, I, I meant to ask this earlier, but. How you get the name Kurt Bone, man? Because a lot of people want to know that, man. Hey, man, you How know you what? That's the, craziest, that's the craziest thing. Like, I don't know where the fuck came. I've asked my mother, my dude, oh, dude, my way. I don't know, but I'm gonna tell you what's so funny, man. I, I did the DVD. I did the Raver DVD in 2005, and I don't know what about that, man. After that joint, man, I just started hearing Kirk Bones everywhere, man. Even dudes that wasn't Kirk Bones at first, they Kirk Bones now. You know, and I was like, that was just so funny <laughs> to me. And um, uh, 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 I don't know where it came from. To be true with you, man, I, 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 I could, I couldn't even tell you, man. I ain't into the makeup yeah. game, so I ain't gonna make up nothing. <laughs> nah, no, I, nah, I keep it, yeah, keep it one hundred though. That's all good. I, 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 I can't tell you. I got my little man, Kirk Smith. He's a hell of a basketball player, legend, man. Coolish high school. Oh, bad man. I come home in '93. I'm in the herbal, sitting down on the stand, and yeah. I'm like, Kirk Bone, Kirk Bone. I turn around, they, they calling him. I said, "What the fuck? Is that? Oh, you Kirk Bone." <laughs> He started laughing. I said, oh, I think you, you, thought, you thought that you thought I wanted to come home or something? Right? Just messing with me. Yeah, Shout yeah. out Kurt Smith, man. I got I gotta get him on here, man. That's a that's a that's a that's a that's a DC legend, man. That's a that's a legend right there. Yeah, bad man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So I, I wanna I wanna uh keep keep it moving now. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? You was doing mentorship at one time, you was doing, you know what I'm saying, doing mentorship with incredible uh uh messenger uh mentorship programs, uh the nonprofit uh CR. CP program now. Talk about that a little bit. And you, you are you still involved in uh still involved in any of that? Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'll be. Uh, I'm still a, a credible messenger. Um, uh, called transformational uh, mentoring. You know, what I'm saying we try to uh, take the young guys, show them where you need to be at through our train, through our trials and tribulations, and just help them become a you know a young strong brother or man or woman. Uh, no. uh, it be people that can't have similar backgrounds to the person who we mentor. And you know, I actually work now with a, um, a nonprofit called ERCPCP. Um, okay. They'll kill, they'll kill me because I'll never get remember all the uh, initials. East of the river, east of the river, clergy, police. Ah, I'm gonna get that one one day. Yeah, but yeah, man. But uh, Reverend Isaac, the founder, man, they doing a lot of okay. great work, man. I work with uh, some good brothers and sisters over there, man. And um, and I've been doing that for the last just the fourth year. And before okay. then, I was working with uh, over the ones office, uh, office of neighborhood safety, engaging with some guys that was twenty one and thirty four, right? So, okay. uh, you know, and and I got my own uh, probably called One Mind at a Time. Okay. Uh, you know, so I, you know, I do things you know, you know on my own with that. So yeah, that's what it is. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, man. That's that's what's up. And uh, another oh, one of the things I, I love about your story, man. Like, and no disrespect to anyone, right? Like, no disrespect, but. I like how you you never exploited yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like you you monetize it from a standpoint. Like here's your like this this Kurt Bone journey, and these are the pros and cons of life, and whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? Like where, where does that like that mentality come from? Like that's how I view it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so talk about that a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah yeah yeah. Like again, man, I got that man. How you know how people. You know how people, man, they go to uh, MIT, they go to Harvard, they, and they end up running Fortune 500 companies because they had that top-of-the-line education like that? Yeah. Man, I had top-of-the-line education from the streets. I mean, I mean, because <laughs> I was 10 or 11, man. I'm serious. Like, yeah. like, I've been around some of the, the biggest bank boys, some of the biggest hustlers, some of the some biggest... Some dudes. 
Yeah, yeah, the bitter root, man. And I mean, and they was teaching me, man. I mean, when they wasn't even thinking, they were teaching me, man. Like, and so I knew how the game play. You know what I'm saying? You say, yeah. say less, say less, and do more. Not, mm. not, not to be seen, the game not to be seen. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, 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 like, you know, I was raised. The police got a job to do, and I got a job to do. They job to catch me. My job not to be caught. I don't got no, no beef with them. I don't got no beef yeah. with them. Ain't, ain't personal. Box at them. Ain't personal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, so I understood that, man. I ain't invent the game neither. So. Ain't no sense of me acting like I'm I'm this big old bad motherfucker that invented hustling or invented street shit. Like yeah. you know, it, it, it was a process. So I understood, man. Just be a gentleman. Like old people say back in the day, you catch more bees with honey than vinegar. Mm, that's yeah, a fact. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's, that, that, that's my process. But you know, I'm glad when I go around people like everywhere I go, people like man, you so humble. You ain't even gotta be humble. And they're like that that tickles me, but it's a compliment. But I don't know no other way to be, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I'm trying to actually, actually, I'm trying to get a little more cockier because I'm learning <laughs> this, this, this uh, internet stuff and I'm got my own, you know, program and stuff like Yeah, you know, I want to get into that. Kind of, uh, that's attractive to it does, right? Yeah. So I'm trying to get a little, a little yeah. more, right? But you know, just not who I am. Yeah. Nah, I, I, love, I love, I love what you, what you, what you doing, man, because it's authentic. And I feel like in the long run, it's going to pay off just like everything else. Uh, that you do, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So with, with that being said, I, I want to jump into that. You know what I'm saying. Let's talk about. You know what I'm saying. You got a you got a new podcast. You know what I'm saying. Tell us tell us the name of it and what's the motivation behind it. Okay. Uh, 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 first of all, my YouTube channel is Kirkbone TV, so they can go YouTube Kirkbone TV. The no name doubt. of the um, the podcast is a Changing Jewels. Um, the name I came with that name because I, I interview people one on one. So it's like we're exchanging each other jewels, right? Yeah. And uh, my, my mission is to get people's stories out there, but also have teaching moments inside of their story. And then, you know, then I can add into my input here and there to give out my jewels based on what I'm observing, what we're talking about, right? And I'm yeah. just trying to be relatable to all walks of life. But my end goal is, to, you know, to get to the youth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but, uh, so it's like, I'm just, you know, going, I'm, I'm doing it through that way. So, that way right there, like everybody, you know, when you, when you get a dude on, on, on these podcasts that was in the streets, they want to know how many kids you sold, how many people you killed, how much money you counted, right? But it's way more to the game than that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's way more lessons to be learned than that. So I'm looking at these joints, I say, man, instead of me being a dude that complain, I said, well, I'm going to create my own lane and I'm going right. you know, I'm to I'm talk about some of that stuff, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. and so I'm just trying to uh, teach, man, and hope I can get on a level like an open Winfield 60 Minutes, man. And uh, nah, and, nah. And, 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 I'm, I'm not gonna go. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna keep yeah. it 100. Mm -hmm. I, I don't watch a lot of podcasts, yeah. And you know, of course, I got my own thing going on, but man, I, I don't know. You, you I, like I told you over the phone, man, you you you, you on your way because uh, what when I see what you're doing, man, it seems it seem like you're a natural brother. Like, mm -hmm. talk about that. Like, it, it seems like people have you know, what I'm saying when they in your presence, they 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 seem to kind of let their guard down and get more comfortable with. I feel if they talking to somebody else, whether they from the streets or not, man, they they, they may not open up. Because I've seen a lot of the guests that have been on your platform, on different other platforms. But when they talk to you, you know what I'm saying, it just it, 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 it seemed like a real, you know what I'm saying, like a real, real connection. So yeah. talk about it. Like, where, where, where'd you get that? You know what I'm saying? Where you get that from? You know what I'm right, saying? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, like I say, when, when I was coming up, uh, the Northeast area I was from, man, like, I was I was responsible for like four or five neighborhoods around it simultaneously, right? So when you when you govern those many neighborhoods, it's a lot of politics coming there. It's a lot of beefing and fruiting and stuff like that. So 
I always had to take a position to stand on what's right and have people hear stories out. Just try to find what's right in both stories and try to find like, the even ground, right? And I was always a good listener, listening to older dudes. And I was always a dude to be able to uh, dissect something and give a good perspective on it. So right. so all that combination of what I learned in the streets that I call that Harvard and MIT education in the streets is able to pay off for here. Like what I'm doing the show is what I've been doing my whole life with, with the right. phone camera out on, you know what I'm saying? Somebody always calling me. Man, I'm going through this, and girls going through marriage relationship, dudes going through everything. So, that, right. so it's a, it's a comfort zone for me. You know what I'm saying? So this is something that I always did. But um, I attribute it back to the old teaching. And I contribute it back to having to govern so many communities at one time and, and trying to you know do the right thing by them. No doubt, mm -hmm. nah, man. The podcast, the podcast is fire, man. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, like I, I love it. Every time you uh you drop, like I said, I'm not only I'm, I'm am I subscribed. I, whenever you know what i'm saying i get i got it i got the notification you know what i'm saying right, oh, yeah. so i make sure i don't i don't miss nothing you know what i'm saying i, I like some of these some of these uh these interviews and it's crazy because you as of right now and i believe you what we talking five six uh interviews in yeah. something like that i could be wrong i could be wrong yeah i got five i got tony tony lewis e-class uh gully tv curtis school and it's somebody else. Sean Branch. Five. Sean Branch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sean Branch. I got five jumps in. Yeah, tough long. Yeah, he moving. They moving. He moving along to his views coming yeah. up. Nah, yeah. no doubt. No doubt. So talk talk about like, you know what I'm saying? What was it? What was it like? You know what I'm saying? Like your first interview. You know what I'm saying? Cause cause uh, like I said, oh, man, man I, brother, you you, you, you a natural, it was, man. Yeah, it was funny because again, the people that's filming, the people that's around me, everybody, they got a perspective of this Kirk Bone, but they don't know that. I do a lot of things, so they like, yeah. oh, you, you, you doing a podcast, right? And it's funny because, you know, they support me, they film me and all that. And then when it was over, when we finally said cut, when it was over, it was like, damn, this shit going to work. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I like, so I just laugh, right? You know what I'm saying? Because I like to play possum anyway because I was always yeah. a big guy and, and, and people always sleep on big guys. So that yeah. was always a trick too, right? But yeah, so after they seen that, man, seen the capability, they was like, damn, we could do something with this. So, yeah. so, you know, so, yeah. so uh, the first one was, you know, it was cool. I still um, learned a few things like far as like, when I talk to people, I always say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do that because when I listen to people talk for a long time, when I'm listening to them, you don't talk, people always say, you ain't listen to me. Exactly. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Every now and then, every now and then. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they bring, they say, oh, he listening. So I, and right. I picked the bad habit of that. So now is I'm cleaning that up. So you know, yeah. after, after the third or third episode, I kind of got that down. Right now, I just to get to myself. So you know, just little little pet peeve habits. I'm trying to get out to master it. You know what I'm saying? But um, no. you know, you know, but you know, I, I enjoy it because it, I, I like the uh, uh, the um, I call it uh, mental. Uh, sore fight, man. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I like to get in somebody's mind, give them a question, catch them off guard, but nothing. I ain't trying to run nobody into a wall, give them chase, but you know, just make them think. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, just make them think. I had Sean Branch, and you talking about a man that was accused of 10 murders, uh, mm -hmm. ended up going to jail for 25 years of life. And I gave him a question, man, it almost took him to tears. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, yeah. man, so I like to get people to show their vulnerable side, man, to be real. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people. See, a lot of the first five people I've been interviewing, they all they all know me. So it was, okay. they know they know what they was dealing with. Far they say, this dude a real dude. I'm gonna be real. Right. Always been real. So it was easy for them 
You know, right. the, 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 the you already, they already know you're not about to, you're not about to come in with, the, with no Bama shit. They know I'm not coming to Bama shit, and and and, and they's right. They, and, and, and they know I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a real douche. It's like they know, you know, I'm, you know, slim. I know slim, keep it real. I'm gonna keep it real. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, you know, as I get more guests that I'm unfamiliar with, they unfamiliar with me. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be the trick to, you know, to keep it. And I feel comfortable that you know, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna be able to maintain it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, I, I, I actually enjoy it, man. I actually enjoy it. I'm getting a lot of calls, man. All walks of life. We got women talking, trying to get in. They got bad at relationship. Um, okay. People running for councilmen, like like city uh, councilmen, not council, but like the uh, not the council, but the people under there, like for all the different wards, stuff like that. So okay. I'm getting a lot of little, you know. So you know, I think it's going to keep moving the right direction. I'm excited for where's the potential of it. No, I love it. I love it so far, so good, man. Every every episode has has, has been on. Only episode I missed was the uh, the one with Young E Class. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. check that out. I'm gonna yeah, check yeah, that out one uh, later. He's dropping a lot. He's dropping a lot of jewels. He got his yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody in the music business need to listen. He's giving a lot of music information for yeah. the music business, also. Yeah, yeah. No, no mm-hmm. doubt. Hey, I also gotta. I got. I also gotta talk about that setting, man. You got one of the. You got one of the yeah. sweetest settings, man. Like, where, where, where is that? That's in the crib, or you got a studio, or whatever. Like, who came yeah, up with that? Gonna, I did it. Yeah, yeah, man. My man Kirk Fraser, Kirk Fraser from May Third Films. He got a studio in the College Park area, so we okay. built that. We built that set right there for that. Uh, not that stuff touch on it. Like I heard somebody one uh, uh, on one of the YouTube comments, like, "Man, why did he got it? What was the need for the triple beam?" But I don't even comment when people say stuff. But yeah, you, all you, of you, it got all of it got some means. type of significance. Yeah, true being with the yeah. 80s, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 you, if you got asked that question, man, you don't even need to be watching, man. Right, right, yeah. So you, you, you go in, man. <laughs> yeah, so we got the Georgetown Jones up there for an obvious reason. We got yeah. Tony Lewis, free Tony Lewis on there. We got the, yeah. the um, my favorite movie, Godfather, on the back on the counter. You see yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, got the connect for. Somebody, connect I remember reading the comments. Somebody was like, man, why he got the connect for? He should have had a check. Man, connect for if you, if you from the city. Man, we played some motherfucking Connect Four, man. Yeah, Stop playing. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so all of it got subliminal and, and significant meaning to it. And we're gonna, I'm gonna change the around. Like I'm gonna bring a Limba Eyes post on there and burn, burn. You know, so I'm gonna play with different, different, yeah. different, different stuff, right? But um, I mean, you like I say, everybody getting excited. Like, they love like the platform. They love. Uh, yeah. uh, so that was enough again to catch their attention to even listen. Right. And then now when they listen, they say, "Oh, dang, they ain't doing too bad on the interview and in the, in the interviewer, right?" So yeah, you know, so yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, just blessed, man. Just keep on shooting. I love out. it. Yeah, definitely. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like I said, man, I can't, I can't wait uh, to drop this interview to, to bring, you know, what I'm saying my audience, to, you know, what I'm saying because I'm, I'm, I'm one of them, you know, what I'm saying from the city. I, I like to show love, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. and, and people like you, I, I get that from people like yourself. You inspire me to do what I'm, I'm doing. Good. You know, what I'm saying. Appreciate nah, that. nah, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing, like I said about you, you know what I'm saying? You never kept shit to yourself. You always was dropping juice. So when I heard the ship, the podcast, I was like, man, yeah, that's Kerbone right there. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm getting a lot of, man, I get a lot of positive calls, a lot of feedback, a lot of goose from the old school. Like, man, we glad you got out there. We needed representation. And da, 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 you know, the young guys, yeah. they, they want to get in there. And young guys, they so rambocious man man you gonna be around here i'm like man oh slow down man they ain't gonna be just rap they're gonna be a little bit of everything you know what i'm saying yeah so, yeah yeah so you know you know try to you know you're gonna better please everybody but i'm gonna try to yeah do what yeah. i yeah, do what i do what i can do man you no know, doubt get no doubt. Heard. yeah i'm like yeah. i'm like yeah. listen we about to get ready to wrap it up but i got i got a couple of uh 
couple of more questions I want I want to throw at you, man. So right, you right. know, what I'm saying we 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 know the city has been vastly changing these past 15 years or whatever. So talk about uh, gentrification gentrification a little bit. Like, what's your thoughts? Good, bad, long overdue, what? Um, uh. I, I, the only bad thing about it, I think it is that we wasn't prepared for it. When I say wasn't prepared, we didn't own, we didn't understand ownership uh, uh, properties and stuff like that. So we yeah. wasn't prepared that, so we wasn't able to take advantage of that. So they was able to come in and swoop in and get a lot of uh, mm. property that was that was left from generational people, right? right? And people, you know. But I'm a type of guy. I read a book a long time ago, uh, Who Moved My Cheese or something, and, uh, and they say you always got to be prepared for change, right? So you know, I, I, me personally, I don't mind change. You know what I'm saying? I just, right. I just try to figure out how can I cut into the situation that's go. going on, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, um, um, but um, you know, a lot of people wasn't prepared for it, and you know, unfortunately, but man, it is what it is, man. Um, just gotta just um, find out where you fit in that, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Find out, you know, what the neighbors like. They like, they like dog parks, man. So get you a walking dog business. You know what I'm saying? Um, they get you a dog hotel. You know what I'm saying? Knock right. on them doors. Take some hey. food over there, talk to them, man, because Good believe it or not, they wanna they wanna yeah. do right. I mean, they know what they're doing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they want they wanna find a way to, to, to learn our culture. So, you know, so man, you know, break bread with them and see how you can eat on their end, cause they already eating on your end. So no bullshit. How you, can, how you can eat on their end, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It ain't personal, man. It's business, yeah. man. Yeah. Nah, a hustler go figure it out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Figure it out. That's gonna figure it out, man. Yeah, definitely. No doubt. No and, and, doubt. And, and, and they want to help. They conscious bothered. Yeah. A lot of them don't agree with their ancestors did. So a lot of them want to show yeah. they do their part. So let help them yeah. do their part. You know what I'm yeah, saying? this is this is this is a, this a new uh, generation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, it's new generation. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they their ancestors are probably mad at them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But man, and I, I told you a long time ago. I said, man. Yeah. I, I said, man. I said, oh, 15 years ago. I said, man, hip hop. Is going to be one of the things that make uh, racism look different, man. Because yeah, because, yeah. because it's the strongest thing ever been on. It's the strongest thing That's ever been on mankind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No religion, no nothing have brought other different uh, nationalities yeah. together in one room like hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that now a Korean girl or a, a, a Muslim girl or Ethiopian, they don't see. They just see we got that in common. Oh, we like right. you know. They see what they got in common, right? So interracial yeah. relationships going to be normal, right? Yeah, so yeah. As a black as a black race, we gotta understand that and just figure out how we can build still from that. You know what I'm saying? You just can't sit around and be bitter because we're gonna just keep going down. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know what I'm saying? So you know, just just you know, that's all I try to push out there, man. Try how I find out how you can get how you can get in the game. No you know doubt. No What's doubt. the name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love, it's, it's, when I when I look at it, you know what I'm saying? I, I love I love, personally me, like I'm, I'm with you, you know what I'm saying? I love the direction that the city's going to because you know what I'm saying, like if you was born and raised here, we 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 know how, man. It, it was it was just fucked up. You know what I'm saying? They kind of let us. They kind of you know what I'm saying during the Ra them Reagan years, man. They they kind of abandoned us. So you know what I'm saying? Knowing that uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the city is changing. You know what I'm saying? Aesthetically, it's it's it's, it's good to see, man. Because I can remember going down uh Seventh Street around uh uh you know where the stadium used to be at where it was the slums or you remember the old red light district or 14th Street used to, be, right. used to be real used to be real fucked up around here. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely, definitely they definitely making the city look nice, man. It definitely yeah. uh it definitely wide open, man. Like I said, we gotta find out how to get in the game. Yeah, no they, they got a lot of programs, man, you know, still around. People just gotta do they research looking them government agencies, man? They got a lot of programs. A lot of people living in those buildings on the ward and everything. 
for a little bit of nothing, just getting in little housing programs, you know what I'm saying? So uh, they got to look on DC Hood, different places, man. There's yeah. opportunities out here, you just got to go find them. They ain't going to bring them to you. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Like the good old, sometimes when I think about uh, the old DC, man, it's like the good old bad days. Yeah. And, when, 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 and when I say that, you know what I'm saying? Like we can remember Eastgate, we can remember Leonard Paul, remember, you know what I'm saying? It's a, it was a lot of good memories. But it was a lot of, you know what I'm saying? We lost a lot of loved ones, a lot of, you know what I'm saying, turf wars and different shit like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 know, we, 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 we wasn't ready for the crack. The crack took everything by storm, man. It, yeah, it, exactly. we, wasn't, we, we wasn't ready for that, you know what I'm saying? Nah, but, you know, nah. Yeah, it wasn't ready nah. for that, you know what I'm saying? So, we rebuilt it from that and trying to figure it out. No you doubt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I want to, this, 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 you got a segment on your show, you know what I'm saying, where you throw out like four, four, four names. Right, so right. I want I want to I want to throw out like four names, man, and I want you to give me a couple of words with these four names and how you know what I'm saying what you what you uh, you know say first thing come to your head. So uh, the first name I'm gonna throw out, you know what I'm saying Wale. Oh man, musical genius. Uh, he understand the business. Uh, very smart. He gonna he gonna he gonna, he gonna be one of the one that lasts a lifetime. No doubt. Okay. Okay. Now nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, Tony Lewis Senior. Uh, the definition of how the game is supposed to be played, stand-up guy. No doubt, no doubt. Um, Michael Frey. Suave and smoothest motherfucker I've ever seen do it on the street side. Bad, bad man. Rest in yeah. peace, Mike. All right. And it's the last one. Allen Iverson. <laughs> bad, bad, bad man. Hey, man, yeah. I, I give him tens all the way across. I'm gonna give him one action. The guy he supposed to came on my show a couple of weeks ago, and I ain't found his little ass. So until he go on the show, I'm gonna keep that extra action about. But no, but no, but bad man, man, good man, real. Every time I see him, man, yeah, he kept yeah. it real, man. And uh, man, I argue people years ago. I say, man, he he was the most uh uh. Uh, influential dude I seen man before like everybody kept on talking about the Tupac stuff I was like man there's nobody running right here trying to wear the Tupac headband and all that type of yeah, stuff man. yeah yeah nah that's a police, fact he had police wearing braids you know what I'm saying <laughs> man bag clothes you know what I'm saying man Slim was just had the it yeah yeah. yeah yeah bad bad man man that's my yeah. man hey y'all man bubble Chuck man Bubba yeah, Chuck, Bubba yeah, shout out to yeah. My, 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 my current man is, is, is LeBron though, but both both of them right there, man. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. Nah, nah, that's what's up. Now you got you got uh, kids that's 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 grown, man. I know, you know, what I'm saying I uh, I read like all them like college graduates, man. Talk about that. Like, how did you, oh, you know, what I'm saying, like, was able to, uh, uh, you know, transition to where you at now and, and steer them away from that? Like, how important was that? You know what I'm saying, and, and instilling, uh, you know what I'm saying, morals and values in your children, where they they went on to, you know, to achieve the things that they've achieved in their life. Yeah, uh, again, my grandmother and, and my stepfather put it in me. Uh, I got, I, I got, you know, went astray, you know, in the streets, whatever. So you know, again, and I was pretty decent in education, man. So it was important for me, for for them to have a good education. Also, it was important for me to make them good people. You know what I'm saying, no and, uh, and everything that uh, I ever learned in the streets. Far as you know, principles and you know, keeping your third eye open, I just try to pass it down to them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you can't put a fourth field around them. You got to live in this world. So I just try to arm. I just tell them, look, be a, be a, uh, be a gentleman, be humble, uh, be nice, always be a lady. Uh, yeah. You know, and you know, and let the chips fall where they may, man. So I mean, that's my proudest accomplishment. Everything I ever did, 
in life, you know what I'm saying? My three daughters, college uh, graduates with degrees, and my youngest son, his sophomore, he working on his degree. And you know what I'm okay. saying? And, and order, I got a GED in Oakdale, Louisiana on a compound, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I was, I was, yeah, was going to ask about that. What was some of the trades or, you know what I'm saying, what you got when you was locked up or whatever? Like, yeah, yeah, I got a GED, man. That, that, that was my highest, yeah. uh, my highest joint, man. So I lived through there. Through their diplomas, you know what I'm saying? That's what's so, up. You know, I wanted, I wanted, if some, when they, you know how they go back here, what do they, they call that shit now? When they call you go back your ancestry, uh, they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ancestry. Yeah, I want when somebody go back 100 years from now and look at all that answer there, they look at our tree and say, damn, this dude, Kirkbone, it seemed like after him, there wasn't no more felonies. Something happened right along there. Yeah, yeah, the trajectory. You know yeah, just, and yeah. The family went, wait, they went all the way great from there, right? Yeah. When they get to me, that's how I want to remember. I, I was a dude that, Ship the you know shake the ship the change the uh, no. you know so that's that's what I'm trying to do. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, no, that's yeah. that's that's beautiful. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, um, I want to I want to uh, you know what I'm saying like I said I, we, we we about to wrap this thing up, but um, what's 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 next for you, Kurt? Like you know what I'm saying you got any books, any movies, man? Because you got you got a hell of a story. You know what I'm saying? You ever thought about that? Well, yeah, I actually did. I actually did like an audible. I'm probably about shit. Probably about. Well, 15 years ago, right? But I never put it out because it was like... Oh, shit, I'm about to say, hold on, where was I, man? Because I, I, I feel like, damn, yeah, I should have yeah, had I, that, man. I, I never put it out because I, I wrote it like trying to avoid talking about stuff. Okay, so I got it. It ain't really yeah, yeah. hit the way I wanted to hit. So now mm -hmm. I'm, I ain't never get back around but do a friction, a fiction book based on a true story, right? Okay. And I can talk a little more freely. So, yeah. uh, uh, so I'm definitely going to get to the book. Um I definitely want to grow this podcast. I got a lot of things I want to do off the podcast, and I think I got to become a brand in this generation to do a lot of yeah. things I want to do. Uh, because youngest, they 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 more susceptible to being able to Google you and know who you are. So uh, yeah. that's part of my long term goal, man. And, um, and I really want to do a lot of stuff, man. In the entertainment world, uh, I'm I feel like I'm creative. Marketing is my one of my strong. I think my strongest point. You know, even I was no. illegal, I had good marketing skills, illegal and legal. So you know, I got a, a couple of things I want to do. So, uh, um, writing a book is one, and doing a movie is one, and then growing my podcast is is, is one, man. And uh, then get my clothing line, we can um, take off my kids and take it off and keep you know keep it generational. No doubt, mm -hmm. no, that's what's up. What would, what would, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you could talk to like a young man, you know what I'm saying, a young young lady, you know what I'm saying, that wanted to follow after your footsteps, you know what I'm saying. What would you, you know what I'm saying? How would you, how would you uh, advise them? What would you, you know, how would you guide them or whatever? I tell them that, man. Um, you know, just take your time and rethink that because there's a lot of opportunities out here that it's never been like it is. No since man, the beginning of mankind, like just since people was born in this earth, they don't really see what they got. You know what I'm saying? Because they didn't see before, obviously, right? Right. Like, but like when I tell young as I mentor, I say, man, you got the whole world in your back pocket. Mm. Anything you can dream and think of is in your back pocket. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, you could just walk down the street and just look at something and say, dang, what is that? They go in your back pocket and find out what it is, right? Yeah. So I'm like, man, just try to use your brain. Be creative. They paying for content. Everybody content don't got to be negative and crazy. Uh, yeah. man, it just it just take your time, man, because the world is your own, man. And, um, don't rush into it because it's no win because they get the, the, the law and the government has got too sophisticated. You know, when we was yeah. hustling, that could be never be done again. It wasn't no yeah, DNA. Yeah. They, they wasn't taking DNA. They didn't have ring in everybody's house, ring cameras. They ain't have uh, wide taps or everything. They couldn't listen to your phone in your back pocket. Like, 
they were still trying to figure out the game. So we, we you know, we kind of got that way. The, the, the most thing we had to wear was jump outs and the tap phone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And you know, somebody wearing a wire on them. You know what I'm saying? You could check them. Now you can't even check. They got they got sophistication in their glasses and a cigarette light. You can't even find hey. them. Hey. Jewelry. So it's like hey. too many ways to lose, man. So somebody you just really need to really sit down, man. And if you, you don't feel like you're growing, change your company, change your circle. You know what I'm saying? They say if you're around four people that you be around the most, you look at them and you'll see your future right there. You know mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so that's, that's what you gotta do, man. Just take your time and don't let this internet and social media speed you. This shit is a lie. It ain't real. You know what I'm saying? You know, amen. If you don't believe me, just look at what you do as a person before you turn your social media on. You make sure your head done. You make sure your plate fit a certain way on your table so you know it's fake because you being fake when you do it. So it's, <laughs> it's, a, big, it's a big fake joint, but everybody get caught yeah. up. You get yeah. so fake looking at somebody joint. Oh, they got this. They no, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah, it's a solution. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You see these girls talking about, I'm working on my weight, showing they showing they out, but they got a Louis Vuitton bag in the background. You trying to show me what you're doing or your Louis Vuitton. You cooking food, you gotta put salt peppers, you got Louis yeah. It's all bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like so you gotta yeah. understand we do the bullshit, right? Yeah. So you know, so that's all I can tell them. Take your time, man. They got yeah. the world in their back pocket. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny, it's 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 funny how these algorithms work, man. Like that's the you know what I'm saying. They, they 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 highlight shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Or the or the or the, you know what I'm saying? It's like sucker shit, you know right. what I'm saying? And, and weirdo things that I hate to say the word weirdo, but it's to me that's being that's weird behavior when you going out of, outside of yourself trying to be something that you're not. So yeah, not to put down anybody who's different, you know what I'm saying? Because I consider myself different, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, but right. when you when you just try to be something that you're not, man, to me that's that's you know what I'm saying? I ain't really. I ain't really for that. So that's why I appreciate brothers like you and your platform that I advise everybody, man, to, to, to check out. If you yeah. can uh, plug that one more time before we get up out of here, where, where can they yeah. find that again? Yeah, Kirk, subscribe on YouTube to Kirk Bone TV. Subscribe okay. and follow, man. Uh, hit the, uh, the bell and um, everything on there. You'll see my changing jewels. I'm put other little segments on there too. I have different different segments of a changing jewels. I got now in a one-on-one. You're going to see some jokes. I'm setting a group setting with some young teenagers and some mothers. So I'm gonna oh I'm 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 gonna put a whole little segment with different segment with us, man. And uh, it's gonna be interesting. You know, you gonna you gonna walk away with some type of jewel, man. Uh, you know, if you just see the joint, man, and uh, you know, and that's, that's that's what I'm doing, man. That's that's my new attention right there. The there we go. Jewels, Kirk Bone and we, and we, nah, nah, nah. And where and where can they find you at on uh, social media, like IG, Facebook, yeah, anything my, like my that? My Instagram is Kirk Bone C U R T. B O N E underscore D C, and um, my uh, clothing line is All Days A L L D A Z Gear G E A R. That's yeah. on Instagram, my Instagram page, right? And you can see my website on there. The same thing, uh, AllDaysGear.com. And uh, you know, follow the Kirkbone page. I'm gonna keep all my updates on there. I'm gonna start being active on my my Twitter page too. But so you know, I think that's, I think that's Kirkbone. I ain't sure what it is. I ain't been in so long, but. Instagram and let you know how to get the right thing and um, but it's Kirk Bone something it might be Kirk Bone DC, but um no, yeah, I'm so, I'm yeah, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely, gonna have to pull up on you get some of the get some of the latest uh all days gear man sometime yeah. you know within the next couple of weeks. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull yeah, up man. For it. So let me ask you how long you been how long you been doing what you been doing? About about a year. Well, been about yeah, a year. How you like it? I, I I love it. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like a passion of mine. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't do it for the for the for the money or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Of course I'm trying to expand whatever. But I've 
man, and no, no, never in a million years I thought I'd been able to talk to, you know what I'm saying, Kurt Bone, Raheem Devon, right, right. to, you know what I'm saying, like, legends you know i can go i can go on don't we, we go have a we go we go have, that's a separate conversation man. right yeah yeah man but like, hey, yeah but it's so it's, it's a dream man you, so you said go ahead, go ahead. you said you, you gave a jewel out man you're doing what you love and people understand if you do what you love you do it well money gonna come you know what i'm saying if you chase money it might don't come you know what i'm saying do what right. you love and do it hard and do it good Money yeah. normally comes from that, you know what I'm saying? And you know, and, uh, and, and, and that's and that's where I want to leave right there. You know, find what you're passionate about and, no and, and, and push it, step down on the gas, no throw your brakes away, you know what I'm saying? No and, and make it and, and make it happen, man. And, what, and my last one, what advice would you give me if you being a vet and I'm being a freshman in the game, yeah, for the podcast game before I go? What advice would you give me? I know you complimented my style, you complimented my you know, my what's name, but no, well, I was, yeah, I got you, I got you. I, I would say, like I said, you know what I'm saying, just just continue to monetize that brand, you know what I'm saying, because uh, now nowadays, branding and uh, imaging is everything, so you, you got an established brand, you know, make sure that you keep that in the forefront and just continue to be authentic because what you got is very unique, so just, you know what I'm saying, keep doing what you're doing, and, and, and uh, the people, you know what I'm saying, you ever, it was this movie years ago called Field of Dreams, Mm-hmm. And they say if you build it, they will come. And and I feel mm-hmm. like what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? The way the way you building it, people go come. Cause I, I I'm seeing the engagement from when you first started, and I'm mm-hmm. seeing where you at now. So I see nothing but just bright things in your future, OG. Okay, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me, man. Nah, appreciate no doubt, it. no doubt. <laughs> we come out well, again, again cover down line. We can do it again, man. Another time, man. I got a uh, I got a time. When, when, whenever this episode drop, I got a joint. I did, I did a couple of interviews too coming up. So, man, I'm going to circle back around. We can, we can chow up some more, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would love to. I would love, like I said, it's a dream of mine, man. Like I said, I, I've been I've been a fan of what you've been doing, what you've been doing, you know, since I was a kid, man. So, this right. this this been an honor to an honor for me. And I'm not, I don't just throw that around, you know, I'm loosely. I don't say that loosely. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> appreciate that. No doubt. No All doubt. Right. Well, look. Uh, this is Malak Arif. You watching Bridging the Generation podcast. And I got the one, the only, Kurt Bone, man. We about to sign out, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. Man, thanks for having me, man. Y'all remember Kurt Bone TV, man. Check me out, man. You too. Check it out. Check it out. We out of here, man. Y'all have a good night. I'm on my mind.